Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. And it's really all of our business to uh, also make sure we figure out how to enjoy life. And so one of the things we do, and, and it's really very popular with our listeners, is uh, talk about lifestyle and books uh, movies, that type of thing, as well as uh, what's going on in the world of finance and marketing and those other topics. And so I'm, I'm really excited about our, our guests uh, this segment. Uh, we got uh, uh, Brian Tagoyes and David Tabaski. They are authors of a really interesting book that uh, that is uh, oddly educational while being uh, entertaining. Glad to have you both on the program. I'm going to go ahead and start with uh, Brian. Brian, welcome to the program. Kind of give us, uh, first of all, a little bit of background about yourself and uh, what okay, led, so, you to, led you to writing the book. Okay, so basically I, I've been practicing law for 28 years, and about 25-plus years I was doing securities class action law. And I, I thought I, I had a great story to tell. Make a long story short, I got hooked up with David Tabatsky. We were initially doing a memoir. And honestly, I'm not a celebrity, so who wants to read a memoir written by a not famous person? So I then pitched David, hey, let's create it as a novel. And that's how it really came about. And I was able, I'm fortunate to have a publishing uh, contract with Speaking Volumes. It's a two-book deal. Mm -hmm. Very good. David, you actually are in writing for a living. You've been involved in writing for years. Uh, you were involved uh, in the uh, New York Times bestselling book by uh, Marlo Thomas. Uh, so uh, this is your thing, right? So uh, you know, no surprise here on your part. Why this particular interest when it comes to the law? And, and the story that comes with it. At the end of the day, it's all about storytelling, whether it's a story about the law or cancer or divorce or mental health or any sort of issue. It's all a, a good, good book. It has good storytelling because especially, obviously, with the novel, I mean, it's, it's pure storytelling. And with all due respect, I think that we've turned Ryan Coleman, the main character, um, into someone more fascinating and gripping than Brian's real life. But I say that tongue-in-cheek because if it's not, we failed, you know. So it was a fun playground for me to work with uh, because there are, you know, there are certain rules that every writer wants to abide by as far as the craft of the writing and bringing in the readers. But on the other side, on the pure storytelling end, it was like, being invited into a playground where I didn't have my parents watching my every move. So it was a lot of fun mm -hmm. to do. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I get that. Brian, I, I loved your explanation about wanting to write a memoir uh, originally and said, wait a minute, who am I to write a memoir? If I, you know, I, I think a lot of people think that and they go, uh, yeah, I'll call it the legend in my own mind. But uh, <laughs> you ended up taking a different course that makes perfect sense. Talk about the story and why it mattered to you and why it was something that you wanted to bring so, to, uh, to uh, you know, your co-author, to David. Okay, so basically the first three chapters of the book is kind of something that really happened to me as a young lawyer. I tried to BS the settlement before a judge, 
and she would not accept my apology. So that was the starting point. What I wanted to do is kind of pull the curtains back and give the public some access into what happens in securities class actions. That's basically it. And then when I said to David, hey, let's make it a novel, you know, because, uh, again, the memoir wasn't going to be successful. And I didn't want to self-publish. So I always wanted to get a publisher. And we, we have a great agent and she was able to shop it around and have find a home with speaking volumes. And let me just add on to that. Um, the yeah, original concept, the original concept, which was based all on you know Brian's experience, largely with some big big companies like Halliburton and Dick Cheney and um, Enron and, and big names like that that people knew about where the companies are the ones and the lawyers, especially the lawyers are the ones who end up with all the big money and all the big celebrity and everything. And the people actually who are in need, who are filing the class action, they end up with barely pennies on the dollar. So we decided rather than focus on those people who are the victims, um, those stories have been told a lot and they need to be told. And I don't think there's really room for satire and comedy with those because those really are tragic stories. I thought that it's a lot more fun to lampoon the lawyers, especially because these men primarily who are behaving badly, to me, they're easy targets to make fun of and to lampoon. And that's what we did. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. And I think, you know, if there's any group, you know, that is uh, uh, more subject to that kind of uh, humor it's lawyers, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just yeah, kind of the cultural thing. You know, yeah, uh, you know what is it? The, the no, Peter Pan, the Peter Pan with Robin Williams, and uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm I'm not Peter Pan. I'm a lawyer. Kill the lawyer. Not that kind of lawyer. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. there's a lot of humor that uh, carries. Except for except for one major caveat, it, you could say it's minor or it's major. Is is you might really hate the lawyers, and you can make fun of them and detest them and hold them up for extra scrutiny because of all their accrued wealth. But then what, who are you going to call when you need one? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Everyone yeah. hates, uh, so the, everyone hates their lawyer. Yeah. Everyone hates a lawyer except for their lawyer. <laughs> well, that, well, yes. In, in certain, in certain spheres of our society. Yeah. And that's kind of delicious yeah. to see. Yeah. All right, let's talk a little bit about the uh, idea, because this is something that came out of Brian's head originally. Talk about uh, what you saw uh, about this that you thought would have large appeal, and obviously someone with a lot of running experience in the case of your co-author, David, agreed with you. What was it about it that made you think, there's a book here? Well, I, I, again, it, you know, it started as a memoir, and then it was easy to turn it into a novel because it's a story of where this young lawyer basically learns a lesson. He gets friendly with some uber-successful, wealthy lawyers, and by the end of the book, book one, he starts questioning what he got himself involved with, violated every moral uh, lesson that his parents instilled in him and, you know, life kind of spirals out of control. 
So it was a good mm-hmm. story. I, you know, and, and, you know, and David and I, we had to, the uh, agent, Nancy, she needed us the proposal, and we had to come up with a chapter story outline. And, you know, we did not stick to that to a T, but we kind of went off from there. So, David, it I, almost I, sounds like, David, it almost sounds like the firm with a sense of humor. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no, that's aptly put. And, and that's what I was shooting for, was to keep it on the edge of believability, but also make it something thoughtful that you can really, something, to, you know, kind of meat on the bones to think about, but to keep the entertainment there from the very beginning, whether through through pace, through the absurdity, through sometimes only slight exaggeration to make, to make uh, you know, a lot of fun points and other times to really go over the top uh, and make it more of a parody. And so th- that's really, you know, that was the fun challenge to balance all that together from start to finish. Yeah. Yeah, and, and at the end, it also is kind of a morality tale, which I think is, you know, if you can do that with a tongue-in-cheek, which there's, a, you know, certainly that here, you've got to love that. Uh, we're going to have to start wrapping it, uh, wrapping it up. I do want to give each of you a chance to wrap it up with your own uh, final thoughts. Brian, final thoughts? Well, my, my final thoughts are this, that we finished book one, we turned it in, and recently we finished book two. And the publisher is supposed to release book two in April of next year. So we're hoping that book one does really well and all the listeners can go to Amazon and just type in filthy rich lawyers and our book comes up first. So I I think, uh, yeah, I think everyone's going to like the story. Yes. Yes, I think so too. David, final thoughts? Well, yeah, I think so because, and now we're starting into the, you know, into the holiday season of Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and all these times that people are looking for fun and different presents to buy their friends and family. And I would start now because it's kind of spooky, so it'll work for Halloween. It's bountiful. It should work for Thanksgiving. <laughs> And, you know, it's full of colors, and, and, and things get lit on fire, so it's good for Christmas and Hanukkah as well. There you go. Thanks so much. I am Kevin Price. <laughs> it's, it's the Price of Business. Stay tuned for more after this.